And they wear the same dirt from the same fields My daddy's did, so did his Yeah, they're scarred like me Tough as leather and proud to be Always giving more than they took So if you don't like them, just don't look At Hey everybody, Cable Smith, welcoming each and every one of you into episode 56 of Justified Pursuit. It's great to be here with you. It's even better to have uh, the good counselor, my friend, Chisholm Cook, as always. How are you doing today, my friend? I think you oversold it maybe a little bit, but uh, I'm good. <laughs> I was just mentioning to you before we started that uh, I just finished some dry needling. So I'm feeling very loose. Um, and a little how bit is like that? How's that witchcraft working out for you? It's not witchcraft, man. There's actually some good studies and data behind it. Uh, it's awesome. Really, really is. It, I had her do my uh, hip flexors for the first time last week. Uh-huh. And it was nearly immediate improvement in my overall hip flexibility. Like huh. ever since, I, I have more range of motion in the front of my hips in particular. Interesting. Uh, so today I had her stick them all the way from basically my traps down to my calves. And uh, boy, the one in the hamstring, that one hurt. Which anytime like the spot hurts or spasms out or anything, that's supposedly when you know it works good. So <laughs> I've, I've actually had dry needling. I was just giving you crap. Uh, when I yep. hurt my, my shoulder, I had, yep. it, had it done there. And I don't, I don't know if it helped or not. It, my shoulder through rehab and you know that was part of the rehab process it got better so yeah but you were doing lots of other stuff at the same time so it was one of a handful of things with physical therapy i'm sure and all that right yeah yeah Yeah. i've been using it you know i don't have an injury per se i've been using it more for similar to your point i've been as we've talked about really focused on flexibility mobility stretching and everything and so but you need I, you know, to send me your stretching, a lot. your stretching routine because on it, like, dude. On it. flexible as a brick. On it. On it. Go to on it. I don't want to pay for it, though. Dude, they're like 15 bucks and you have access for it forever. It's not that big a deal. But can't you just cheat on it out of that 15 bucks and give me your password? Not now that we've talked about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What was $15? Uh, all right. So on its flexibility. Yeah, like so. Here, just in the last couple of weeks, I've started. Uh, what Joe they call Rogan it. doesn't need any more money. We can share passwords; it's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, on it in thirty is their newest set of programs in the last year or whatever, and it's several serieses, series, serieses of uh, mobility and and you know, yeah, flexibility type stuff. Uh, it's a lot of the same types of moves that are in the warm up and cool down phases of those on at six, which are really like strength exercises. We've talked about that six weeks program where you do like 12 minutes of warm up, a 30 minute hit workout with kettlebells and maces and just body weight and barbells They have each of those options. And then like a 12 minute stretching, cool down. It's the workouts from that. Um, but just like, you know, say a, 12 to 25 minute depending on the program workout the full body stuff's like 25 and the uh 
you can do like lower body and it's 12 to 15 upper body is 12 to 15. So like I'll warm up with that, go for a run since I'm going to run that half marathon and then do a cool down with that. Yeah. Helps, man. It's good stuff, but I'll, I can see, I can tell when I do the dry needling, I can often like last week, see an increase in flexibility from that because I'm doing the training that's testing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I played basketball last night with the high school to calling me coach now uh in a good way thick yeah yeah <laughs> thick yeah you could probably shave a couple inches off of the midsection but the upper body and a couple of ipas cool. out of my diet and <laughs> that would help <laughs> but nobody likes a quitter uh true what i want to do is just add more cardio like i used to do but you know you talk about like i take a lacrosse ball and smash the hell out of my it's what is it is that basically the outside of my butt i guess that's the, the glutes yeah. or hip flexor or whatever but yeah that stuff's painful and but i always feel better after i do it and dry needling for people that don't know it's really they stick the needles in you and then they put like electric shock through the needles into your body she's only done that to that additional step to me once i've just had oh. the needles oh um, I, did, I did that every time so i i guess i haven't had the actual traditional dry needling they always just did the and then the that's probes. that's stuff that stuff. I mean, it took another they, to another ask level. Ask you how intense you want it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I have a video. I took. She was working on my shoulder, and that's the first time she hit me with the shocking. I think she had a probe in my like lat, uh-huh. and um, in my trap, and in my shoulder, and they were all zapping, and it was like bang, 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 bang. I, I think For it's those like who aren't watching, it's jumping tased, but just in a little certain part of your body. Yeah, that that stuff's intense. Like what? I don't know. I've never been tased. We could ask Kyle Curfee's our fraternity brother about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Kyle. doesn't look fun i know that <laughs> have you ever seen it up close and i wasn't there when he got tased i have uh, never witnessed somebody be tased no i wasn't i sure there. love the videos it's funny it's um <laughs> the craziest wildest stuff that would happen back in those days always almost always other than maybe two instances i can name <laughs> happened when i wasn't around yeah uh yeah I'm well not describe those two instances so so you just got back from a deer hunt with another one of our college friends and yeah i was a little i mean you you shot two does you don't need to shoot does i so you are such a snob elitist my question antlers only policies no no no. i mean i i'm letting my kids shoot does now and if they don't then i'll take i'll i'll shoot the the two does i'm allowed on on my uh deer lease but you have multiple places you can go shoot does so obviously you went just to hang out with your buddy, but like, what, what did you get out of that? Like, I, and I hunted that same place that you went and, and it wasn't a doe only hunt. So I didn't even know there was a, a doe only hunt in the Hill country state natural area. Yeah. I think it's changed since you were there mm-hmm. as far as that last point. It had to goes. be 10 years ago. So, right. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it was blast. Second of all, I also want to at least have five minutes to tell the story of Charlotte's buck from Thanksgiving, but we'll, we'll pass on that for now. Why did I, so, okay, Brian, our friend from college for several years now has been applying for Texas public land hunts and he just runs with it. He pays the fee and everything. And he's like, if we get drawn, I got it covered. Cause I've taken him down to the Mendiola and then, you know, our place yeah. for many years. Um, you know, he's mostly killed those down there, although he's gotten to shoot a few bucks with us. Um, yeah. um a couple of decent ones too. Yeah, I was anyway. there when he shot a buck one year. Yeah, that old ten point that he shot. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was talking about that one the other day. Uh, and that was a nice deer. It was like 130-something, 10-point, mature old buck. Anyway, he runs with the applications. I don't even know what he does. But this year, after several years applying, he finally draws. We finally draw. And actually, two locations. The Hill Country State Natural Area, which is near Bandera, Texas, which is the one we ended up hunting, mm-hmm. as you point out. It was a doe-only hunt, white-tailed does, but also any exotics, axis, yeah, anything yeah. else that they, could come they through. They fleeced me on that deal, too. And then when you get there for the the pre-hunt meeting, they're like, oh, yeah, we had a picture of a female Audad six months ago. Like, great. So <laughs> that was a bunch of bullshit. We didn't see any access, to your point. They, they said to us that they do get access on the place. That was the only exotic, other than pigs, we were likely to get. We did hear a pig sound off uh, Tuesday night, the last night we were out there, uh, while we were you know kind of getting ready to head to the tent across this field underneath this ridge from camp. That was mm-hmm. mad. It was just like, <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> boy, that choked me making that ridiculous sound. Um, <clears throat> the other place we drew, I can't remember the name of it, but it was up towards Johnson city, I believe somewhere in the Northern hill country. Mm-hmm. And it was a whitetail management deal as well, but it was five point bucks or less. Man. It, exactly. Right. I mean, if it's thing between about any of these hunts even gives me a little chubby. Like I don't like shooting does. Like, mm. do you, did you need the meat? Like, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Brian needed the meat, so yeah. I sent him with both deer. Nice. Did he shoot anything? Jerk. No, he didn't shoot anything. <laughs> uh, but that has as much to do with Brian's um, lack of attention to detail in close quarters. <laughs> yeah. With the deer, he's never. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many different directions. I hope I Brian listens to this. First of all, as Brian, you know, if, Brian, if you start putting me on the applications, don't think I'm going to come join you for a doe hunt. Just FYI, buddy. I want everybody listening to hear what an elitist, snobby, you're, you're as bad as a New York leftist, man, with this <laughs> anti-doe meat. I, ra- not, I, I, I get to go, I get to go these, you know, outfitted operations and kill 206 inch deer and I get to go up to. You know, Alberta and shoot big black no, bear no, no, no. in Africa to to, twice get, this year, twice this year. I don't go to you Canada elitist snobby They won't let me in. SOB. Although I did just ask the uh, outfitter that I'm trying to do a mule deer hunt with if he has any hunters currently using fake vaccine cards. So. Newfoundland for a moose. Yeah. No. I was listening to you, but I'm just tuning you out. <laughs> what do you <laughs> think about the fake crap. vaccine cards? <laughs> uh, yeah, do what you got to do, I guess. I just wouldn't go take my money to Cal- to Canada. F them. I don't yeah. even shoot a black bear up there. There's lots of black bears in the States. I want to shoot one of their That'd giant mule deer, though. So, anyway. Oh, that's what uh, you're trying to go hunt mule deer. I didn't catch that part. Yeah. We have the a big, bear big hunt's mule deer been here in postponed Texas too, for though. two years now because of the stupid. Uh, well, now we have uh, Omicron or some shit. So, mm-hmm. watch out for Omicron. Yeah. How do they already have a test for that new variant before the variant even was out? I'm just curious. <laughs> you want the truth because <laughs> it's a global cabal in charge of this whole operation and it's just yeah. aimed at keeping us afraid and making us take their freaking drugs mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh i said the truth i said the truth i mean um dude You're because canceled. because science and lord fauci right so they're so good at sciencing did you see that dana white came out and said he had covid his whole family got it and that he was using joe rogan's um treatment plan out of boy and that he's feeling much better Someone made a meme. Uh, yeah. They were like, Dana White, no, Joe Rogan should replace Fauci. 
for how to treat COVID. I take my health advice from him over Fauci uh, six days a week and twice on Sunday, for sure. Mm-hmm. As yeah. he said from day one, Fauci won't ask or suggest that people get their asses in shape and take vitamin D. So he loses all credibility if you're paying any attention well, to the actual effing data on this virus that's since because day one. Sick people keep the healthcare business vibrant. So why would they want you healthy? Yeah. I'm so afraid that this is so much more deep and sinister than even that, dude. I, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, isn't that what we do on this show? Listen, the, the Joe Rogan <laughs> protocol, yeah. The Joe Rogan protocol, this ivermectin thing, I think we've made this exact point at least a dozen times. But the fact that one of the very safest drugs that mankind has ever discovered that's been dosed four and a half billion times and has something like 26 recorded severe incidents, severe adverse reactions ever in four billion, in four billion, four billion doses. The fact that there's a single professional in this entire world that would dare claim that you should not give that drug to a COVID patient that wants it, to me, proves that this is Satan's work at its core, dude. Well, something yeah, friggin' Pfizer dark is has going a pill on. that they're working on, which probably yeah, which is a protease. It's a protease inhibitor, which is the same friggin' yeah. active component of ivermectin. Do you remember? And this was like six months ago. Babylon B put out that meme, and it was called Pfizer Mectin coming to you soon. Yeah, that's what Babylon B is always Mectin. right. Yeah, they really are always right. <laughs> no matter how outlandish and ridiculous whatever Pfizer they're saying Mectin. is, they're always right. Uh, so Charlotte shot a nice buck and well, hold on. So I got to camp for the first time in two years. Cause I've flaked out on you on elk hunting in those two years. I slept on the ground in RTP, uh, with the fire going, the hill country state natural area is beautiful. I killed those two does. One of them ran to this spot that I gutted the both of them on. That was like this awesome. I sent you the picture. It was just mm-hmm. an awesome view. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was fun, dude. You can talk all the crap you want about does. Uh, we got, I got my first animals and public land in Texas. Uh, you know, other, right, than, now other than fish and birds. Yeah. Okay. There's, uh, yeah. I shot there's, two. And, you know, that's the program they're on right now. And I'll tell you, I got to watch three bucks, two, one of which was really dang nice. One of which was a great shooter, like mature seven point, but like 19 inches wide. Mm-hmm. Got to do all that at, you know, 85 yards because we were in pop ups on the ground and that was all we had as far as rain distance. Um, you know, we're at the tail end of a, of a heavy doe culling cycle that they've been doing where they've been knocking herd the herd down by just shooting the crap out of does. He was saying they're almost, they're basically at that one-to-one ratio they're looking for, and they'll probably start hunting bucks again and trying to manage the two, mm-hmm. you know, in, in tandem. Uh, and the proof was in the pudding, pudding because when we left yesterday morning, there were only three dead does, and I had two of them, uh, where one of the guys that we were hunting with had been there on that same hunt three or four years ago, and he had limited out on three in, like, a day. Wow. So, anyway. When I was cool. there, it rained Take the whole in, time. I saw mm-hmm. one doe. I would have shot it this was 10 years ago so i wasn't quite as snobby then uh <laughs> you're definitely very snobby now i'm glad you acknowledge it <laughs> so and again i have nothing against does i let henry miss one this weekend he was pissed at himself oh ah, well, hank yeah. had his first miss huh first he was two for two and now he is uh it's kind of like my elk hunting experience his ratio went down yeah. uh but yeah so he missed and i was like son were you shaking what what happened there because you had all day. There was five does at the feeder. One of them got off to the right. It was impossible that you didn't hit one of them. <laughs> well, he, I made sure that he was shooting at the one that was off by herself. Right. And he goes, Dad, I don't know. I was just shaking so bad. Well, it was really cold uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, he probably I was like, were you, were you deer fever too? Cold? And he goes, no, no, no. It was in my stomach. 
it wasn't it was and i said oh so cool. is that adrenaline thing again he goes yeah 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 he's, he's like so, oh so so then this buck walks out not the buck that i've been after but in a moment of weakness and feeling bad for my kid that he had just missed this doe i was like henry you can shoot that buck and it would have been my trophy off of the lease and i would have meant i didn't get to take a buck but i was like man i'm such a freaking pansy schmuck fold over just i had a moment of weakness i caved i was like i was like son shoot it he's like no dad i want Uh, you to shoot boy freaky oh oh he came out no 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 freaky i wouldn't let him shoot freaky oh i would have smacked as your as your damn rifle okay as as your trophy i got you it was just another it was a legal buck and i was you know it would have been our our buck that we could take off the lease i got it and he was like no no i want you to shoot the buck that you've that we've been he's invested right all this time hunting him with me so good kid he didn't want to do that yeah good yeah that's so awesome. Anyway, I mean, you the fact that you uh, threw it out there, I think it's even better that you got to hear him be so patient and uh, thoughtful. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then the night before, the night before we were sitting there hunting that, that buck that I'm after and he didn't show up. And, you know, we, we've started using this doe decoy and it's been all kinds of molested by numerous bucks. <laughs> some of them mm-hmm. try to humper, some just kind of do, sur- but every one of them that sees her stops. And is confused long enough for you to smoke them. It just right. hasn't been the right deer. So anyway, we're doing that. And um, these five does, they don't come to the feeder. They they come out in the wheat field at like 300 yards. He's like, Dad, can I shoot one of them? I was like, son, they're way too far away. We're looking no. at 120 and in for you. And at like 175, he's like, Dad, I, can, I know I can hit it. I was like, the goal is not to hit it. The goal is to kill it. Good and now it's, like, now it's almost dark. And he's like, yeah. Dad, they're 150 now. I said, son. I can't even see through the binoculars at this point. It's so dark. Which one you'd even be shooting at or which direction it's going to run when you shoot it in the guts. I was like, no, we're not. We're going to wait until tomorrow morning and do it the right way, the ethical way. And he was like, okay, dad, you're right. You're right. But he was, but I was, you know, it was a learning, all of it's a learning uh, in teaching, but I was excited that he was like, I want to, you know, I want it. I want to take the shot. I want to do this, you know? And, And then the next day it was a total letdown, but. He, I mean, we're coming to your place next weekend, and he's going to be chomping at the bit to get behind the trigger again. Yeah, and he's shooting. He he's shooting with the eye patch. He wants to do it right-handed, even though he's left eye dominant. He's like, no, I'm not like handling the gun. I like it better with my right hand. So we'll see how all of that plays out as we continue on down this road. But you know, whatever he wants to do, I'm going to support him. If he wants to shoot it left-handed, you know, that's fine. It's his offhand, but it's his dominant eye. It's a weird thing, but anyway, tell me about your story. Last year, speaking of kids being patient and showing tremendous maturity, uh, my oldest shot a big, nice, thick, heavy eight point, and there was another eight point that I thought was, you know, for sure five, maybe even six and a half years old that I wanted Charlotte, who was 10 at the time and is 11 now, to take. And when he came out for us last year, he was bigger than I realized. Uh, you know, I'd only having, having only had trail cam photos of him till that moment, mm-hmm. he had better antlers and I was much more convinced he was five and a half than six and a half. And so, you know, he came out and she was excited, but I was like, you know, he'll, he'll probably get a little bigger for us if we want to let that buck go a year. And she was like, okay, let's do that. And then she told me, and I may have mentioned this on the show before that she'd been, they watched this, they watched this show about some farm family on YouTube. So it's like a, mm-hmm. you know 
just a home created reality show, I guess, of this farming family, I think in Alabama and this girl hunts, you know, with dad or whatever. And she had passed, she'd watched this buck for like three years and finally harvested it. And so that was like part of her decision that day. And I was like, wow, cool. YouTube's not just complete garbage. Um, anyway, so we sat <clears throat> opening weekend on him. Um, never saw him. He kept popping up at the blind opposite. There were two blinds he would pop up at and he would be at the opposite one each time. Right. And, um, and then Thanksgiving week rolls around and I wanted to go out and try to actually sit Tuesday evening. Uh, and then, you know, each morning and evening, like we do in Texas after that. And she was like content to ride in with mom on Wednesday. And I was like, the moon phase is great. We had a major moon phase, which means it was overhead or underfoot, whichever one overhead, I think at the, you know, at right, like right around sundown for several days in a row. And you and I know that helps predict big buck movement. Anyway, long story short, she, I had to kind of prod her a little bit. And, you know, sort of say, all right, if this isn't a big deal to you, then I need to stop making it a big deal to me because your sister wants to shoot a buck and we're telling her she can't shoot a deer till you shoot a deer this year. So I'm all about getting you a deer. If you don't right. want to go, we're going to go. And you can't say your sister can't shoot a deer if you're not willing to get your ass out and go hunt. Right. And um, so she stepped up and she came and we hunted together Tuesday evening, Wednesday morning, Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, morning, Thursday evening, and then Friday. So what's that? Six hunts and, yeah. you know, several the first opening weekend dude finally we switched blinds a couple times and i finally said we're just gonna sit at this one until he shows up here and he did way before sunrise it was like oh probably right at seven five six seven eight minutes before sunrise he came out the one window we had closed and i slid it up right as he walked into the brush but he headed on around to this feeder well it went off while he was in that brush over there and so he came out on the actually still the opposite side I expected him from. And I had her shooting my mom's 270. So mom had shopped around a few years ago and tried apparently like dozens, if not a hundred different rifles and had settled on this Seiko 270. I she really like the fit of. I do too. 270 is a great caliber. For Texas deer hunting, it's tough to beat. Oh, dude, you can take an elk with a 270 yeah, all for day. Sure. For sure. You know, all day. I mean, anything in, I, I wouldn't shoot a grizzly with one just because going to grizzly country take a grizzly gun right but mm -hmm. um everything else you can take with a 270 uh, but because of that it you know bolt action 270 is going to let you know that you shot it you know yeah. uh but those suppressors that we have um this was the first year you know they'd shot their 2250 you still have henry shooting that 2250 or is he well, graduated because up of to 243 right? him up to the 243 nice you could yeah. take him bigger than that dude you could hit him he, he could shoot a 270 i bet you anything he shot the 65 creed more and liked that and then he shot the yeah. seven mag with the suppressor and said no nope, i don't want to do that well seven mag and a two set that's a lot bigger than a 270 yeah that's yeah. that's a that's a big gun mm -hmm. um she had charlotte has shot two turkeys two years in a row with this 20 gauge i got that will take three inch magnum shells uh, but it's an automatic obviously um riley's been shooting a 12 gauge the last two seasons so they're tough man i get just excited talking about how damn tough they are but Opening weekend, I had her shoot mom's 270, and she handled it great. She put three three rounds in the bullseye and two within a, like, kill zone at, like, say, 75 yards. Yeah. And um, so we sat with that rifle. And, in fact, I didn't even have her shoot it uh, because she had shot so good before, and I knew she could handle it, and I was just going to coach her through squeeze and trigger control and all. That buck's out there, and he's doing the thing, pivoting, right? Just as soon so, as there's so a shot, I have a pivot, question. As soon as there's a shot, pivot. I have a question. 
when she was about to pull the trigger, are you watching her or are you watching the deer? Uh, when she, when I was on the deer. Yeah. I wanted to see what happened when she hit it. Cause I, I, um, I was doing the same thing with Henry and then looking back on it, I was like, well, yeah, I got to see the deer, but I also want to know what he did when he missed, you know, it's kind of like a catch 22. Yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like if you know what the, if you know what the rifle, you know, the rifle zeroed, right. And, and, and yeah, all I, that's good. Right. I, the one that zeroed it. Yeah. I'd rather see the impact and kind of guess where he, I mean, it's almost definitely going to be that he flinched. She, he or she, whatever, flinched, mm-hmm. you know, jerked. Um, that nine times out of ten, that's going to be what causes a, a, a real miss, right? Yeah. Now, missing by an inch or two or three could just be drift. But mm-hmm. if you miss clean, first of all, if you're looking downrange, you're going to hopefully see some dust or something. Um, but, you know, I, the biggest thing to me is that seeing the animal react tells me whether we can pretty much go right after it or whether we need to give them an hour, mm-hmm. you know. Um, or at least 30 minutes or whatever. So well, this one didn't go far, Chisholm. <laughs> yeah, sure didn't, man. So uh, he keeps pivoting and she, you know, she's letting him, she's only given her like two or three or four seconds tops before he's moving, you know? And so after at one point I was just like, the next time he lets you see that shoulder, you've got to hit him. And man, he turned to her still quartered away a little bit enough that the bullet was buried in the back shoulder. And that's part of what dropped him because it broke his elbow, but it went off and he just, his legs just came out from under him. <laughs> white belly facing us 225 yard shot probably that was it he was kicking and i told her i told her to reload wreck another round and she goes she starts um making out that sort of huffy kid sound where she acts like she doesn't know what i mean or how to do it and she expects me to handle it right so she's like (laughs) and i go just load another round charlotte do it now and the next thing i hear is not boom but you know and she's back under the scope and i was like that a girl you knew how to do that that's badass you know uh and she stayed right on him i took this i got my camera out and I took a video of her like fist pumping and then you know she gets out of the scope and she fist pumps and then she snaps back down into there into the scope and we let him lay there for a minute went down to him he's a nice buck he gained two points from his eight point status last year one that's like a total abnormal like wedged in and it was really cool so it's like between his g2 and his g3 those are second and third times and it's mm-hmm. tiny and it's not like in line with the other ones it's not as wide as a tine and it's like to the inside and so we took it to this the Las Cazadoras facility in Pearsall where we're, I entered them both in the deer contest and the lady who runs the deer contest and another guy that works there were like, they debated for almost 10 minutes on how to score them. Um, because this abnormal time meant like a two inch difference potentially. So they got to see all that and it was a good deer made for a, it capped off a great Thanksgiving because we had a really good dinner the day before and all that stuff. Yeah. Now it's on to uh, Riley's buck. It's her birthday on Sunday this coming Sunday. So we're hoping to get him this weekend. Nice. That's going to be hot. And you were doing the Lord's work too. You snared seven coyotes coyotes in something like 25 hours or six hours, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) I got to do something about these damn raccoons on this other property that I hunt. I've got a protein feeder. I'm going to go do an all this sit there on Sunday for this beautiful, just heavy eight point. And, uh, but I'll get a picture of there's eight, freaking raccoons one on every leg of that protein feeder protein is expensive yeah and those freakers are eating me out of house and home on that deal it's not my property so i can't just like go in there guns blazing and smoke them all but get some you know like tack strip that that, that, like the nail strip that you yeah there's a company that makes coons it's called coon stopper i have one on a feeder at the deer lease and it works well same idea wrap like pokey things around the legs of the feeder yeah gonna have to do something yeah. Sons of bitches. Um, well, cool. 
Well, awesome, uh, awesome stuff for the Cook family and the great outdoors. Let's uh, let's talk about today's run sheet. First of all, you know I don't like LeCaron, and it's funny to me that he got COVID despite being uh, completely vaccinated. I don't understand, Chisholm. The vaccine's supposed to prevent you from getting COVID. How did LeBron James get COVID? No, well, we know that part. That's not true. They've told us that ever since yeah. like June. The veil, that veil well, was no, they, lifted. They the rewrote was... the rule. Right. So when it, right. When it they changed work, the yeah. def- literally changing the definition of a vaccine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what want, I find interesting? I don't want LeBron to be like sick. You know, that's I don't don't want anyone to interpret that. I hope LeBron recovers and is back on the court. He's going quickly. to. He's going to be fine. Oh, I know. I know. But it is funny that all these. Uh, like Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys coach, is going to miss the game today because he's got COVID. He's vaccinated. He's a well, if he's not, he's real stupid. He's a fat bastard. He should be vaccinated. LeBron doesn't need to be vaccinated. And and I would bet, I would bet anybody one thousand dollars LeBron is not vaccinated. You don't think? No way. Because hmm. he held out. If you've been following the LeBron saga, he only got those shots like sixty days ago. Yeah, he held out for a long time. And then, you know, he was playing coy with the media and the media would dust up and be like, why won't LeBron get vaccinated? And he was. No, being no, a- no. He's definitely vaccinated because they, they have no, to, be to, pl- to play in L.A. They have to be to be to play in the Staples Center. Literally, that's why uh, the guy, Kyrie Irving, the insane guy. Cable. Gr- cable. Grown- no, I LeBron have James respect- is a billionaire. You don't think that mother effort can get the same fake vax card that you were talking about getting to go hunt a mountain oh, lion? He can I mean, get a, hunt a much better one. Yeah, a mule deer bucket. <laughs> Dude. If LeBron says, I'm not putting that crap in my body, he ain't having to put it in his body, but they're going to figure out how to make him play, let him play. Well, okay, the only difference between LeBron and what's Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving has had the balls to say, I'm not taking the vax. And, yeah. and LeBron finally claimed about two months ago that he had. Yeah. And it was all, it was typical LeBron James, all wishy-washy, blah, blah, like, you know. Uh, I've done my research, and after doing my research, it was it was almost like the way Aaron Rodgers answered it to some extent. I don't remember exactly what his words were, but he claimed he took Aaron it. Rodgers. Either way, it's been such a short period of time. Like, I know he didn't announce that until it's maybe maybe three months ago, mm-hmm. but he got it late. Is my main point. Like, maybe right before the season started, probably, which is what into August basketball mm-hmm. September, September, yeah, yeah, September or something. So, um. And my point with that is, you know, and it didn't work. <laughs> right. He recently got it and he still got the virus. He didn't get that damn thing in March. I can guarantee you that because he was he was yeah. saying no, what 75 percent of black Americans are saying. I don't want to take this shot because I don't know what's in it and I don't think I need it. And also, I'm the most physically fit human being in my age demographic on the planet. Yeah, He's LeBron James, man. Yeah, he's a genetic freak of nature. He doesn't need that dumb shot. He doesn't need his genes modified. He's got the most fantastic freaking genes on the planet yeah that's ridiculous uh but i do like how all of the media outlets are just saying that he's in protocol they don't they don't no headlines say lebron james has covid we have no no idea how sick he is yeah i mean he he could be just positive without any but he has covid so let's call it what it is not let's let's just not like they're just avoiding the word on purpose and and i sought out all the headlines intentionally just to see if anyone was just going to say yeah he has covid no they're not he's just in protocol like maybe he doesn't really have it no he, he has it um yeah i mean the news type news organizations that i look at say he's got covid but <laughs> i understand that some of them are trying to play hide the ball like uh talking about the god-awful satanic attack on a bunch of christmas uh, paraders in in 
Waukesha, Wisconsin, yeah, saying that, saying that was done by a quote SUV, which I guess at least they're being consistent because every time there's a gun death, they say it, they act like it was the gun, not the shooter that caused the death. So there's some consistency there from left wing media to just be like, oh, an SUV killed a bunch of people. Yeah. So the dude's name and, I, and he was on the list, uh, Daryl Brooks Jr. Right. Ex-con. He yeah. was out on bail after attempting to run over a person last year with his vehicle. Um, I thought it was more on, recent than that. It was last year. Uh, OK. Um, let's see. Dude, I think it was like last month. Well, he, yeah, he's out on bail. OK. Yeah. He also has another uh, strike on his record. Um, violent he, he sh- oh he tried to shoot someone he tried to shoot somebody he didn't kill him but he did sh- it was like his nephew he shot at his nephew and anyway this guy should have been in jail already while he was out here's his social media so when we start back knocking white people the f out i want to hear it the old white people too knock them the f out period this is this was a this was a, a hate crime no one's calling it that. You won't see it on any news outlet. It's, it's yeah. like I've thought I've, I've had that thought several times since the day that news broke um, from everything I was seeing. If they didn't charge him with a hate crime, then you know exactly where. Uh, it, but yet you know. Kyle Rittenhouse killed two white people in self-defense in Arizona state is having rallies on campus saying that he is a white supremacist murderer. Even but the Kenosha prosecutors did not con- con- try to. They did not charge him with a hate crime. To to compare apples to apples here, right? Well, he how can you charge a because, white guy for killing two white guys with a hate crime? He killed two white people. It's not a hate crime. It's it was that that isn't even right. It's being per- to your point. It's being portrayed. Well, there are some news organizations who have lied for many months and basically claimed he killed two black people or left it worded so vaguely that that's what it sounded like. Right. So, right. yeah, I, I he get killed you. I'm two just white people and he shot a third and one of them pointed a gun at him. One of them also was convicted of raping a nine year old and is sodomizing a nine year old. <clears throat> Why so, was that guy not in jail? I don't know, man. This but, he should have been um, under the jail. I think there's he's probably burning in hell at the moment. So yeah, it's a good I place for him. Got what he deserved deserved in the end. Yeah, he was also screaming the n word and telling Kyle Rittenhouse shoot him and on camera. Uh, and that's the guy that Mark Ruffalo, the leftist actor who plays the Hulk, uh, refers to lovingly and tweets as JoJo. The guy who ran over all the people. No, the the guy who anally oh. raped a nine year old boy. The he's the one that is, is JoJo one of the ones that got killed. Yeah, yeah, that's in hell. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Well, one of them tried to smash him in the head with a skateboard. I've watched the video. The other one points a gun at him, and then the third guy is trying to take his gun away from him. So, yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh, dude, I mean, he was acquitted, which means that all, however many jurors, it's funny. Know, agreed. There was we no took, case. We took the week off for Thanksgiving, uh, right. but it's news. funny that it has turned into how a white guy killing two white people has turned into a battle cry for BLM. I don't understand it, dude. Yeah, because racism, bro. (laughs) White people killing white people is now a hate crime. Because Uh, racism, bro, and white supremacy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Clown world. Uh, Okay. Did you see the Alec Baldwin comment that he didn't pull the trigger on the gun? So vague, but he was interviewed by George Stephanopoulos. What is that guy's name? Uh, Yeah, Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Stephanopoulos is what I call him whoever uh so i was watching 
the, the highlights of this interview. And he says that he actually didn't pull the trigger and that he would never point a gun at someone. Like, what world are we living in, dude? You were filming a movie where you're pointing the gun at someone and pulling the trigger. But the gun just went off with a live round and you didn't pull the trigger when you killed this lady. Like, maybe his attorneys told him to say that, but it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like if you were I, just I have a lot of guns. And I've shot a lot of guns. Never once have they just gone off without my finger pulling back on the trigger. It seems like that's been, what, three weeks probably already? Mm. And he just came up with that defense? Um, seems like somebody would have claimed that much, much sooner. Uh, it sounds like a Jedi mind trick Hail Mary. Right. You know, these aren't the droids you're looking for. I didn't pull the trigger despite everybody <laughs> reporting that I did for the last two to three weeks. I dude, I don't know. That has been one that all 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 I see in that story is what's the angle here? Um, one apparent angle are allegations that uh, the lady armorer for the movie production group, or at least it was hired by them, that he killed, uh, or I suppose didn't kill since he didn't quote pull the trigger, uh, has a whole bunch of dirt on the Clintons as a former somehow close associate of theirs, or maybe her husband was somehow like worked for them. Um, wow. And is wow. extremely, this is have you not deep. heard this dude? No. <laughs> Amen. These wow. are the kinds of things that full disclaimer. I have no idea if any of this is true. I have just heard that seen that from, you know, media outlets that I don't necessarily have a lot of reason to trust any more than any run of the mill media outlet. Right. But mm. Uh, that's the rumor is that that lady in particular was, uh, no friend of the Clintons and, uh, never hesitated to voice her opinion about them, uh, based on, on, on very close personal ties. I, again, I think through her like husband to them, uh, she's an armorer in Hollywood, right? So she's not your typical lefty. I would assume right. <laughs> she plays with guns all the time. Uh, so Sounds plausible. I haven't heard anybody say now that's BS. I've, I've heard people that I do trust for information kind of mm, say it in a mocking way, but never then also follow up with, you know, but that's been debunked. They're just like, oh, oh it just so happens here. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, so is, is that true? Because it seems relevant. <laughs> right. Right. It is true that a lot of people tied to the Clintons for a really long time have randomly died in strange circumstances. Yeah. A lot. A lot of skeletons in that closet. Yeah. For sure. Well, and we could transition now into the uh, the Maxwell case, because since that's uh, certainly related to the Clintons. Okay. Oh, I mean, I read the article that you sent me, but oh, Gislaine, you... yes, just Gillane or Gislaine or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, who's Maxwell? Yeah. Um, I don't really have a lot on it other than well, you're not hearing about it because right. now Omicron. Those is on are my everything. takes. Well, so it's be, even before Omicron, the judge uh, appointed to the case uh, oh, was just 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 in the last like six weeks, um, you know. A, uh, Nominated and then and then confirmed, uh, nominated by Joe Biden and confirmed by uh, the Senate under what's his name, the New York guy, Schumer. 
Um, so just appointed to the federal bench, and, and he's the judge on it, and he immediately imposes a gag order on all media. Um, so even if it wasn't for Omicron, which, I, to your point, I do believe is a smokescreen, in large part for Ghislaine, slash everything else the left is trying to burn to the ground. Do you remember when uh, Biden slammed Trump's uh, travel bans as xenophobic? Do you want to know something else they're doing right now that's... A, <laughs> They have dug up the fact that Trump caught COVID that week before that last that debate with him and uh-huh. him and Biden. And then, you know, remember, he got treated for two days. And then within that, basically, they're all of a sudden CNN is like digging up the fact that a new book is going is reporting by some insider that Trump had contracted that been test, had tested virus positive for the virus. And then three or four days later or whatever, had a debate with Biden. I remember that. It was news. Everybody talked about it. And Biden said, because he had tested negative before the event, he would go on stage with him. And they're pretending that's news now. Right. That he did all that. And it was news then. And they're pretending that's necessary to point out. And like, as soon as CNN runs it again, it's an excerpt from a book. Everybody on the left side of the media is wanting to make sure everybody knows Trump, that son of a bitch, put Biden at risk a year plus ago. But we're all like, we know. And he's alive still, most unfortunately. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) I do not wish ill on the president, but he's 79. You know, nature will take its course soon and then we'll have common. Well, it already is. I mean, he can't put a chance together. Oh, I just got my my leftist uh, woke younger brother the youngest of the four Smith children. Um, we have the same interests in sports and music. And we, you know, like I've told you, we're very close. We don't agree politically. Sometimes it causes some friction in our relationship. But uh, I got us tickets to go see one of our favorite bands, Shane Smith and the Saints, who just had their... You watch Yellowstone? I do not. I don't watch ah, TV. Uh, well, they just, we're, they we're just had one of their songs on Yellowstone. It was a big deal. Uh, anyway, they're having an ugly Christmas concert um coming up in a couple weeks and i ordered the just ugly christmas sweater cart uh, like ugly christmas sweater yeah ugly but christmas yeah, sweater yeah. concert right. yeah uh and so you i said ordered, ugly christmas concert and i was like yeah well ugly means. sorry left out the sweater <laughs> so I, I mine just uh mine just got delivered to the house yesterday and it's the one of biden with a santa hat on and you know how he always has that stupid look on his face where mm-hmm. he just doesn't even know where he is. Senile. Let's call it senile look so yeah. we don't sound so derogatory. Yeah. That's senile no, he's, look on his face. He's got the senile. He's just kind of looking up into space and it says happy fourth of July on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alzheimer's. Yeah, I don't know where that to uh <laughs> troll my my brother. We'll see if he shows up with some kind of Trump sweater. I don't know. <clears throat> I like it. He's supporting Biden? Like he doesn't see there any problem here? I, you know, typical leftist, like, yeah, you voted for him. Here's his approval rating, 38%, like the lowest in I don't know how many decades for president. How, how are you defending him now? Oh, well, at least he's not Trump. That's generally the narrative and how that goes. Yeah, it's really working out for everybody. At least he's not Trump. You know, even if you didn't like Trump, was life not better under Trump? The answer is unequivocally, yes, it was. Uh, yeah, we are on the precipice if the left doesn't, if we don't wrestle power off of the left's hands very quickly uh, of being in a much worse situation for sure. 
well, everything's more expensive. I went to uh, Jersey Mike's and got a sub the other day. I was like, did y'all's prices go up by like three bucks for a sandwich? They're like, I yeah. I guess I had. Yeah. 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 Everything's more expensive. Yeah, I'm not saying things aren't worse. I'm just uh, sort of saying I think they're, they're... Oh, my God. They're most certainly worse, Chisholm. We haven't fallen off of a cliff just yet, but they're sending us that direction as fast as they effing can. Oh, I, so my Afri- Africa trophies, because I'm a snob, you know? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, we're making fun of that. I'm not really a snob. I'm going to shoot a doe this year, too. Um, but anyway. Not, not going to do it on public land for right. But you know what I'm going to do with one of them, which I what I always do with my my high school buddy? Is I trade him a dough for two bottles of Kentucky's finest bourbon. So frontier bartering it's is what we call expensive it. Expensive dough for him. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, what what were we saying here? Uh, I had some something else, but I bourbon derailed you. Sometimes will derail me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we can then get back to the Maxwell. If there is anything else to talk about. Oh, you sent me this link like to these FBI agents. CIA. Yeah. CIA, CIA agents who who were were they like actively like seeking out child pornography? One of them, I think, had sex with a two year old and a nine year old. Sexually assaulted, I think it was the words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. BuzzFeed article that has been picked up by at least Yahoo that I've seen, and it'll be all over more right-leaning news in short order. Um, but they've got the receipts. It's all FOIA stuff and everything. Freedom of Information Act requests. Um, oh, shit. I know. I know what it was. Sorry. My African right. trophies just got notified today. Mm, African trophies, right. Yeah. That because of global supply chain stuff and also the in, uh, travel bans, Biden, thank you, uh, that air freighters are charging up to 300% more for that cargo space. So they just, they advise us to just let our stuff sit in South Africa until January of 2022 to try to figure out if it'll be more affordable to ship them home. It won't. That's what they said they're going to do. Biden's solution to trying to help gas prices after he crippled the U S energy independency by shutting a bunch of pipelines down and everything else that he's done is to uh, open up 55 million barrels of crude from uh, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. You know, we have plenty of crude production we can bring online if we let these pipeline projects continue and just choose to. But instead of letting that happen, he'll just release our Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is enough to run the country's oil and gas requirements for like two and a half days. So it's really gonna you're 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 gonna see it at the pump. They'll be ripping those stickers off, you know, the ones where Biden's pointing that you always put up on pumps that says, "I did yeah, this." Yeah, I've been leaving the, a trail of those every time I. <laughs> you might not. You might edit this part. I don't. Know. Why would I edit that? It's, not, it's probably some shit. crazy felony to put a sticker on a damn gas pump. You saw the sign of the person, the, the one gas station that said, "You." You went to that station? No, no, no. But I mean, okay. like, I yeah. thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was okay. like you are under video surveillance. If you remove the Biden sticker, you will be par- prosecuted. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. I liked it. I don't think it's going to get any cheaper. But I mean, what's it hurt to wait till January at this point? Uh, you know, you get past the holiday rush. Maybe that alone will kind of help. You know, three hundred percent more expensive. I, I'll never get my trophies back. At that point, You're just going to leave them. Well, if it if it was twelve hundred dollars last time. Well, I'm not going to pay $30,000 or, or 
whatever it is, mucho dinero for sure to get them back. They could, you know, I'll have, I have the photos. What did you shoot on that trip? I don't know. Can't remember. You well, shot a giraffe have, this time, right? I have two trips over there because I just was going to have it all shipped together since I went. Oh, to it's all your trophies from this year. Okay. Yeah. So Buffalo, giraffe, Eland, um, all sorts of stuff. Some really big stuff, man. Yeah. 300% more. And the heavier the crew. You already have an Eland at the house, don't you? And that, that really, yeah. huge antelope that's above your stairs that your wife undoubtedly hates. It's her least favorite. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. It's big. <laughs> I like to mess with her and tell her that the Cape Buffalo is being shoulder mounted as well. It isn't. It's just the skull, but cool. She doesn't know if I'm kidding or not because it's it'll be just as big as the Eland. Was that a good one? I can't remember what that looked like. The Eland, yeah. Uh, oh, the, was, your 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 Black Death. Oh yeah, very nice. Old old bull, big bosses. Absolutely. Clearly the boss. I don't know what you mean by bosses, but I mean just, he, just off the by himself bullet, as the old yeah. bulls will do. You know, if if they're not breeding, they're they're solitary, grumpy old bastards, cantankerous. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I don't. What else do you have on the run sheet? Are we have we gone over it all. Oh, I know. I had that. Uh, well, that look, this the CIA thing. We you, you, we didn't. We keep. I'm jumping around on you. Yeah. <laughs> you remembered your Africa thing. Yeah. So so in addition to Jelaine Maxwell's. So we didn't even that finish that. Say it, Jelaine. What kind of- I don't know. I've heard it pronounced Weird. a half a dozen different ways, at least. Jelaine, I think, is actually what I've heard most recently. She is the the madame, the madam that would arrange for you know fourteen year old girls for Jeffrey Epstein and all of his compadres, uh, who included the likes of Bill Clinton and Bill Gates for starters, and Prince Andrew from the House of Windsor in the UK. Like you name name the political figure, global political figure, ultra powerful, super elite. And they've pretty much all been to this island that Jeffrey Epstein used to run 14 and 15 year old girls through. Yeah. Of course, he, quote, killed himself in jail. And I'm doing big air quotes for those who everybody, all of (laughs) y'all. Hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, so she is now being brought up on charges for having arranged for, she basically would be the one that would go out and snatch these girls, right? Like, you know, groom them, get them to acquiesce to being prostituted by this guy. Right. Um, she's on trial, started on Monday. You won't hear anything about it because the judge put a gag order on it. As I mentioned, he's a new Biden appointee. Oh, by the way, the prosecutor, the prosecutor is James, James Comey's daughter. The prosecutor in this case is James Comey's daughter. That's interesting. Um. Yeah, That's, you won't be hearing about it, and then the CIA story pops up. The Go gag ahead. order needs to be reiterated. Like this is a public trial. Yeah, we watched Kyle Rittenhouse. We watched that every day live in in real time, and every news organization covered it. And of course, MSNBC would only cover when the prosecution was putting on their case, and then Fox would only cover when the defense was putting on their case. So nobody got the whole story that wasn't looking for truth, right? Mm-hmm. It was looking at the stupid cable news for the truth. Yeah. As opposed to that, this is like, nope, no cameras in a federal courthouse. Sorry, can't do it. We really want to know if that 14 year old girl that test girl that testified yesterday mentioned ever having, you know, been banged by Bill Gates. We, we, we should know that. We, should uh, know we that. certainly should know if Bill Gates has ever banged any of Epstein's uh, young women, young girls. Um, I think we can all just assume Bill Clinton did since he was banging everything that moved from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas to the District of Columbia. Um, this is uh, totally 
control by the elites like by obviously the government's this this is the kind of thing that makes me question the nature of reality yeah so how is this happening and then what it is is they're just protecting their own they're protecting the elites like they they could never well, get out that dude, Bill Gates was fucking children. Even even more shockingly, even more not uh, dastardly, I guess, than that is these there there are allegations. Okay, this guy, dude, Jeffrey Epstein was brought up on uh basically statutory rape charges in Florida in like the late nineties, and the case was dismissed. They had the goods on him then. The FBI was involved. He's been doing this for a really long time conspiracy theorists and keep in mind these are the same types of folks that nine months ago were claiming that this virus escaped from a lab in wuhan right those are the same conspiracy theorists Mm -hmm. they claim that he's got ties to intelligence and is a he was a tool for the u.s deep state to get dirt on powerful leaders all across the world including in within the united states business tycoons Dude, he, it wasn't just business tycoons and politicians, though. He would get scientists, like top scientists from MIT and fly them down there to his statutory rape island, right? And spend all this time with these, with these scientist types, kind of the Bill Gates of the world, although he's both, right? He's a computer guy slash, you know, billionaire. Yeah. Um, also a trust fund kid, which I just learned in the last couple of months. Did you know that about Bill Gates? No. Okay, so you knew he dropped out of college at 19 and started Microsoft basically out of his garage, right? Made him sound like a real just sort of whiz kid from the suburbs or something, right? His dad was a massive banking like monolith in the Bay Area. And he's he was worth he was Bill inherited millions of dollars. Yes, well, trust fund at, at about the age that he dropped out of. Oh, by the way, Harvard. Yeah, which if you had an ounce of respect left for the guy. Now finding out that he's not even self-made, this is freaking scumbag on every level. But well, hey, listen, man, you know he definitely built a, he took a few million dollar inheritance and and create made himself the wealthiest self, you know, wealthiest, yeah. you know, wealthiest oh, no, man no. in the world. No, you're right. You can't. No, I, res- take, I respect him again. I no, <laughs> I, I just I do find it interesting that we've been sold this bill of goods about him, right? Right. It, it's all part of how the media manipulates everything that we see. And think yeah. we know, right? And now they're protecting him, who pro- he, someone who probably was having sex with minors. Yeah. And now there's yeah. a gag order, so we'll never know, right? And in the meantime, the this Bud, Buzzfeed article hits the press or whatever today hits the internet today that says that ten members of the CIA over the last I think ten years, maybe twenty years, have been implicated, uh, accused of various sex crimes regarding minors. Uh, I think you mentioned it, a two-year-old and a five or six or seven-year-old in one instance assaulted by a CIA uh, employee. Um, There was a contractor that, I think that one had kitty porn. One guy had looked at something like, had like 1,400 kitty porn images images on his CIA-issued computer. of all 10, not one of them was only one of them was charged with the offense. And that particular guy was already involved and implicated in leaking like top secret information out of the CIA. The other nine either just quit their jobs, lost their jobs, uh, or weren't reissued their contract. And I think one of them didn't even lose his damn job. 
So I sent that to my friend who I've talked about many times. It's always like kind of half harassing us about getting the jabs. And his response to me was big deal. Uh, every, every, ins- <laughs> you know, listen, every institution you can name. Cause I, I well, let, let me be clear. I sent it to him as, Hey, Mike, these are the institutions that you trust, uh, you know, our deep state bureaucracies and atheist scientists. And so, you know, I, I will say I attacked him first thing this morning, sure. right? This is a back and forth that we have. And his response was to, you know, to summarize it, it wasn't this in so many words, um, every, you know, all sorts of major institutions. If he said anywhere you look, anywhere you dig, you'll find, you know, child abuse, uh, see the Roman Catholic church. And, uh, I don't remember what the other one was. Uh, I was like, well, I'm neither Catholics nor whatever that other thing was. So, um, what's your point, right? Like, I'm calling you out for trusting in what the government is telling you when they're protecting child pedophiles. You're right. It's rampant. It's everywhere. That doesn't make it okay. And anybody, Catholic Church included, that is justifiably accused of having protected child predators doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt for me on any single item ever. I'll be skeptical of anything they ever claim. Yeah. Well, something else that just came to my mind, and I think it's worth pointing out, is this is why it was so this this trial, which no one even is knows anything about right now. We know what's going on. That's all we know. Yeah. This trial, if Trump would have won, could have brought the house down. That's <sighs> why for social media, that's why they got in bed with the government to control this. And to assure that Trump didn't stand a chance of re-election. Which he almost still won, but I mean, he didn't. They they accomplished their goal. But if Trump was still in office and this trial came came up. The Epstein stuff, the the COVID money printing machine of vaccine stuff, and the way the election played out stuff are all intertwined in a very strange twisted and like i said satanic uh deceitful way yeah well you want to hear something else satanic to kind of end on a high here (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. this is a fat whoopi goldberg i hope she's vaccinated because she is looks like whoopi ate whoopi goldberg Uh, isn't it funny that women that and men that look like that are real angry a lot Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if there are any overweight listeners. We encourage you to go to the gym. I'm overweight too. Hey, if you're overweight, if you're overweight and you're angered by what I just said, go work out. It'll help. Yeah. You'll get some endorphins and you'll feel better and you'll lose the weight. And then you won't have to feel bad when somebody calls you fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we sound like just assholes. That's okay. Uh, A minute. <clears throat> you know what? We're honest assholes. That's right. Okay. Take a listen to this. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus wants? You have no (sighs) idea. If you disagree with abortion, I have no problem with that. My problem comes when you tell me what I need to do with my doctor and my family. How dare you? So many little golden nuggets to unpack there, starting with the fact that she pretty much just admitted there's only two genders. Uh, unintentionally, I'm sure. How dare you tell me, Chisel? 
isn't Whoopi like the epitome of the far left? Isn't that all they've been doing is telling me what I have to do over the last... When did the vaccines come out? Like last January or February? For like a year, they've been trying to force that shit down my throat. Tell me what I have to do with my own body. So the hypocrisy there is through the roof. It's insanity. <laughs> the left in this country wants it How to be okay. Wants me. it to be okay to be overweight and unhealthy and say take shots instead of, you know, vitamins and some exercise. Like it's just dude, it's just <laughs> it's two plus two equals four, but some other weird way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I, I'm not I'm not I, neither one of us appear to be super angry today. We're just kind of like taking this all in stride of oh, this is the world we live in i don't know the dry needling helped me i'm nice and relaxed <laughs> do some stretching after we're done yeah uh i've had a good week i suppose maybe that's why i'm not as uh pissed off and full of vinegar as i usually am but i don't know it's uh i killed two does two days ago so that was a huge relief <laughs> congrats on the meat that you didn't need <laughs> i didn't take it i gave it to the guy who did need it for the record, I will shoot a doe this year just for you. Yeah, and you'll, I guess, roll your eyes about it and gripe about it. And probably not even gut the dang thing and just drag it off to somebody and be like, "Here, here's your deer. Give, me, give me my whiskey." What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. They'd be better off if they'd be better off if you didn't gut it. No, I'm gonna. But no, it's a teaching experience for Henry. I got to show him how to do it. So you're gonna do it the right way. So he's gonna how to do it the right. Oh, way. Oh yeah. Well, if, you don't. You know, so, the, so that your son can, doesn't relive the the sins of his father. If he shoots him, that management buck uh, at your ranch next yeah, weekend, awesome. then Coach Chisholm can walk him through it. Good. I will say that was cool. And then we can let this go. Uh, Brian and I working on those two does. You know, all everything he's ever killed except for he shot an axis at the Guadalupe River State Park several years back already. Uh, on a public hunt i think that's the only thing he's cleaned on his own 100 percent. although he's mm -hmm. i mean like everything else he's pretty much killed has been with us the last couple of years i'd like leave it alone and let him go with it right but working with him on those two does having basically taught him everything he knows about you know skinning quartering and all that it was cool because he can pretty much keep up with me now and he uses all the same tricks that i do and so we were just working like you know, I don't know, just like clockwork, like teamwork without even having to talk to each other. And next thing you know, we're done with two deer in about 35 minutes. It was cool. Minus. I take a lot of pride uh, in having taught, you know, people to, to do that stuff. Minus the, the backbreaking pack out that you have to uh, do when you get an elk down in the mountain. I did have to drag two does like 400 yards. All right. Well, I mean, that's, that's earning it. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I slept on the ground for two days. I sat in the blind for uh, I don't know, 12 hours over two days at least. Probably longer yeah. than that. Um, over a day and a half, really. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it, <laughs> that one doe died on this beautiful little bench that overlooked this valley. And, you know, it was either like a two-thirds of a mile drag back to camp down this footpath, or I could go straight downhill, straight to the county road in the bottom of the valley, and we could pick him up. Uh, so I drug him, and downhill, I was like, oh, this is easy. Uh, I, Brian was going to help me. And I was like, here, dude, I'll take your backpack and these two deer. Cause I just want to do this because it was my simulation of a half-ass elk hunt. Can you, and you so pick those, up all this trash and wet and bloody knives and stuff. What? The hill country 
deer are not as big as the ones that you have in South Texas. They weighed like 65, 70 after dressing them. So they were so you could have just thrown it over your shoulder if you wanted to. I would have had to would make two trips that way. Easier though. Oh, you tried uh, both. At I mean, the same I, time? they were they were field dressed. They were gutted. Yeah. So I'd have been covered in blood. You know, they were field dressed, so they were sixty five pounds a piece. I drug them downhill, and it was easy peasy. And then I got to the valley floor, and it flattened out, and I still had like two hundred yards to go. And I can assure you, and it was like hip deep grass. I uh, I worked for it. I was sweaty when I got done. <laughs> when I shot my fallow deer in Africa, the tracker wanted the stomach lining so bad that he didn't want us to gut it right there. The truck's like a mile away, and this animal weighed 250 pounds. On his, onto its, uh, his shoulders, it went. Damn. And, dude, he, I mean, this is a big dude, but he was struggling. I was just like, yeah. man, you're a beast. But I carried that thing a mile for yeah. a stomach liner. It, finally, wow. finally, he, he had to give up, and we, we all grabbed the leg. But that was, I mean, just for the stomach lining. That's, uh, nothing goes to waste what over he, there. What does he make with the stomach? I don't even know. I don't know, but they, they don't I mean they like that. They want the uh, intestines, all that stuff. They want, you know, things that typically are discarded by wasteful Americans. Uh, that's yep. not how, that's we not did how eat heart that night. We ate heart that night and I've got one in the, f- actually, I'm going to cook two hearts and tenderloins tonight. Sweet. Well, any tiny, tiny hill country dough tenderloins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is going to do it for episode 56 of justified pursuit i'm cable smith for chisholm cook thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week stop the pedos yeah she did well the sheriff never came calling and no judge ever gave a damn turns out no one gonna mess a dog in a coward man so baby dragged him to the river where it runs wide and slow Put a face down in the water and they let that fool go. They let that mud.